Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. Today, on Tuesday, we have a five-game NBA slate, a very nice size slate. We've been getting the, the seven, eight, nine-game, ten-game slates over the last week, week and a half. It feels good to have a smaller slate, in my opinion. Uh, not that much injury news as well, so always keep an eye during the day, but let's get into this video. It should be relatively shorter, just due to the shorter slate, not as much injury news. Before we do get into it, I just want to say, if you're new here, welcome. I appreciate if you get any value from this video or you have from any of my past videos right now. Take the one to two seconds of your time, totally free. Hit that subscribe button. We're pushing towards 20,000 subscribers. Every single one of you, I appreciate you all. And every single one of you do matter towards that goal of mine. So thank you so much. If you want my Patreon exclusive content, I will have for the NBA projections, player pools updated up until lock out relatively earlier today since it's a smaller five game slate, probably sometime around noon or one o'clock. Also, PGA content will be dropping tomorrow for the podcast on Patreon, but then also we're going to be having XFL content, already have stuff out for last week's recap, snap count notes, a podcast for 45 minutes recapping week one. Moving forward, we'll have even more on Patreon for XFL, as well as an XFL video that should be up by the time you're watching this for week two. So go ahead, check that out. Dug into a bunch of stats, um, pulled an all-nighter last night. It's, it's currently, as I record this, 5.30 in the morning, recorded that one at 4.30, Look through the stats all night long for the XFL and this NBA slate. So be sure to hit that subscribe button for the effort there. I appreciate it from all of you. Be sure to check out drafters.com linked up above. It is not a salary cap based site. It is a snake draft. It is a best ball league coming soon over there. So check out drafters if you want to get in on the fun over there. I like playing over there for NBA right now, hoping that they add some XFL contests. You can use the promo code SAL100, S-A-L-100, get you a 100% deposit match up to $50. You want to put five bucks in, have some fun, you'll get five for free. So hit the subscribe button on all the versions, audio version. I'm not forgetting about you. How those ears doing over there? Let's get into some injury news where there's not much. Starting in Chicago, alphabetically by team here, Denzel Valentine, doubtful with a hamstring injury. So not much here. Maybe get Shaq Harrison on the court for some more time. Ryan Archie Diakono should see some more stable minutes. Uh, Cristiano Felicio is a center, but there might be more rotational run in there with Daniel Gafford coming back in the last game. Maybe pushes him to the four more, pushes Thad Young to the three, which covers some of those Denzel Valentine minutes around 10 to 12 per game. Eric Gordon for Houston is going to miss yet again. The only injury news as of right now in Houston, you're probably going to get some sort of mixture of Ben McLemore and and really Daniel House being the two main beneficiaries, Austin Rivers to an extent, picking up these minutes, but also they have Robert Covington there. So it could just all be distributed evenly and everybody gets an extra two to three to four minutes. Uh, And Dabo Sevalosha could pick up an extra five or six. So I don't think it impacts anybody all that much directly with both Westbrook and Harden likely to play in this one. Patrick Beverly was ruled out with a groin injury. Kawhi going to be playing today after resting in the last one. Pat Bev being ruled out is going to help Lou Williams get on the court more. Doesn't help his point per minute production that much because he's still going to be playing with Kawhi and or Paul George for pretty much the entire game. But it's going to help Lou Williams to an extent there. Probably see some more Roddy Magruder minutes. Not much impact there. Brandon Ingram is questionable. They said he will be a game time decision for New Orleans. Last time out, you saw Drew Holiday ball out with no Brandon Ingram. There's also no Zion in that one. So Derek Favors was able to get going. If there's no Brandon Ingram, it will directly affect Josh Hart's minutes in run. Um, you'll probably see a little bit of a bump for Etwan Moore's overall minutes in run, JJ Redick. Uh, but I think that the guys that I have the most interest in would be Lonzo. Derek Favors rebounding rate goes up in his limited minutes of around probably a 24 cap they have on him right now. And then Drew Holiday once again. For Portland, Nasir Little and Mario Hazonia, guys that probably don't matter as much. Little, not going to matter as much. Hazonia has been playing more minutes as of late. So him being out will stabilize the production that you're getting out of Gary Trent. 30 plus minutes and averaging 30 minutes over his last four games, 30 plus in back-to-back games. 
It looks like a spot where even with Trevor Ariza now on this team, you're getting some stability out of Gary Trent, the 10 to 12 minutes that Hazonia was going to play, maybe 14 to 15, averaging 16 on the year, will now be gone and able to be distributed directly between Ariza and Gary Trent. And finally, DeMar DeRozan was added to the injury report, was scratched yesterday, I believe after the game locked, so sad if anybody had him, 7,200 today versus OKC, was scratched due to back spasms. I don't know how severe this is. I don't know if it was just a flare up. So we'll get more news as the day goes on. If he was to miss, DeJounte Murray sees a a big bump production-wise. Obviously, LaMarcus Aldridge, the other two primary producers on this team, but the Rosen, you might see uh, Patty Mills start in his place. You might see Derek White start alongside a guy like uh, DeJounte Murray. And if that happens, it's just more overall minutes upside for all of them. Derek White, um, DeJounte Murray still on the soft minutes limited seams, but uh, there's... um, uh, you have Bryn Forbes behind him, a lot of different guys between Forbes, Mills, they all will see an increased run here, Derek White, if DeRozan was to miss, and they would all make a player pool for me. So that being said, target off and sheet, all these totals are out, thankfully, we'll spend a quick second here, the highest projected team on the day, believe it or not, the highest projected team today is New Orleans, two point favorites with a 240 total. Currently, this total sits nine points higher than the next closest on the slate. This is the game that you want to target, so that news on Brandon Ingram is very important today. Zion is likely to play. They have said that is the other injury news there, if there is any. But right now, I have this projected as the fastest pace game between New Orleans and Portland. Highest total at 240. New Orleans coming in as two-point favorites. A 121 team implied total. Portland, 119 team implied total. Should be a barn burner here. And I like a lot in both of these teams. They are probably the most interest that I have anywhere. Assuming that Brandon Ingram is out, run it back with Drew Holiday at 7,900. Lonzo Ball can have that same Drew Holiday performance in this one and had a fine performance last time out. He's 7,300. It seems like Zion, they might be a little bit more safe and secure with since he's working through some sort of ailment. If there's a news report that there's no injury, no minutes limit, project him for 30 or 32, but I'll probably keep him somewhere projected around 28 minutes, which doesn't make him as appealing. So I would rank New Orleans as Drew Holiday, Lonzo, and Derek Favors in my interest. If Brandon Ingram is out, you could bump up Josh Hart a little bit there. On the Portland side, all these guys look like they're in play, in my opinion. Every single one of the starters. If you look across the defense versus position, which you shouldn't just weight this solely on its owner heavily, but it's good to look at. Every single position is a green versus New Orleans because they play fast. They don't play all that much defense. They're young, exciting team, but not too much defensively. Um, Drew Holiday, one of the best two-way guards in the league. Lonzo fine there as well, but overall not playing the best of defense as a team. Uh, that being said, Portland, Damian Lillard paying up for him. Seems absolutely fine to me. Uh, uh, Carmelo Anthony at 4,900. He's going to play 33 minutes off projecting for today. It's not anything flashy, but that seems very fine. Hassan Whiteside in the low 8K range, averaging 1.25 fantasy points per minute over the last month. That looks fantastic to me. Gary Trent, we touched on as a possible value play in the low 4K range, playing 30 minutes in multiple games now. Still known to see a little, and the main one, Mario Hazonia in the rotation, adds to even more minutes for him. The guy that I like the least might be CJ McCollum, and he could easily be the guy who scores the most points on this team at 6,400. So all of Portland looks very appealing this game in general. If you told me to roughly rank it right now in terms of how much interest I have in these guys, I'd probably go one Hassan Whiteside, two Lillard, three Carmelo Anthony, four Trent, and five, I'd end up getting to McCollum there. Um, So very appealing game. The second highest total is the last game, 930 start Houston and Boston. Um, So what you're seeing here is everybody on Boston, as far as I know, is, is going to be playing in this one. Austin's price points are all where they should be. You can argue Gordon Hayward at 6,900 is appealing, but Tatum with everybody in at 8,400, not that appealing. 
Marcus Smart is priced properly for where he should be. Um, Kemba in the high 7K range, you could argue that that looks appealing. Everybody sort of seems appropriately priced. I probably get to Gordon Hayward and then Kemba the most in this one, but not as much interest. On the Houston side, both the pay-up options look fine. I slightly prefer Westbrook for the price savings right now, but Harden and Westbrook, I'll have clips of both of them. And then everything else doesn't look that great. Robert Covington, nice to see him getting some run, but he's priced for it in a more difficult matchup today. PJ Tucker um, will have a fine offensive matchup against what should be maybe some Daniel Tice, some Ennis Cantor. So it's just not a spot that I want to ever pay really for PJ Tucker, even with the price down. So this game, although it's a higher total, I think these guys are appropriately priced. Pay up for the stars. You can get to some Kemba, some Gordon Hayward. I'm fine if you want to toss a Robert Covington in there, but I'm not as enamored with it. That said, let's move over to my early interests now. And I did list, even on a smaller slate, we end up having, I believe, a, a full a full array of um, the normal, there we go, the normal 22 players listed on this. So uh, listed by price, Damian Lillard and Westbrook kind of hinted throughout the show that they're my, my, my two preferred payup options if you're talking in that upper tier of pricing. Um, so Lillard at 10-3. Yeah, the matchup against New Orleans, everything looks fine there. He's been hot. He's, his minutes are 36 at a minimum right now. Westbrook, his minutes are 36 at a minimum. A tougher matchup for him. So I, I think I'd lean Lillard there, but you do get the upside, obviously all the peripherals from Westbrook. Joel Embiid at 9,100. Good of a matchup as it gets against the Clippers for a center. The price point was broken at 8,200 last time out. I'd argue it's still broken at 9,100. You're getting consistent minutes from him now. It's not 26, 28, 27. He could get ruled out before this one because he just randomly rests, but I'll project him for 31 minutes. He'll look really good as a guy who averages 1.5 fantasy points per minute, 30 plus percent usage, rebounding rates elite. His assist percentage as a center is elite. I imagine they started to put him down more in the paint. Corkmoss going off the last two games, last two games in terms of pure scoring. I'm not sure I want to chase that, but that helps him beat stay in the paint a little bit more. Zach Levine's price is, in my opinion, broken on this slate against Washington. Washington over the last two weeks, worst defensive team in the league. Over the entire season, worst defensive team in the league. Over the last two weeks, getting worse defensively on a point per um, possession number rating. So with Zach Levine, 35 minutes you can project him at. Even if you project him 34, he's been averaging 34 in the season. 35 to 36 is what he plays as of late. This Washington matchup is a good, as good as it gets. If he was 9,200, I would be playing Zach Levine today. He's 8,200. Hassan Whiteside, 8,100 against New Orleans. I don't know who's going to defend him. Derek Favors for 22 to 24 minutes. Shouldn't be any much of a problem. Um, after that, your Jackson Hayes for 18 to 20 minutes or Nicola Melli shouldn't be much of a problem. Uh, this is a spot where these 8K players, the two I've listed here, Zach Levine and Hassan Whiteside, in my opinion on this slate, seem like the two most underpriced players based on what their ceiling possesses in their current matchups. Like them a lot. Drew Holiday, I'll have interest in, even if Ingram plays in this matchup, but if Ingram is out, I'll have much more. Uh, would still get to some Holiday if Ingram plays, but not that much. Holiday at 7,900 seems fine if there's no Ingram. Lonzo seems even more interesting because the price point didn't change all that much since the last game but he surely can have the 60 plus point performance that Holiday had last time out because of his triple double upside, because he's one of the more elite rebounding guards in the league. Obviously we know what he can do as a pass first player. So both of those guys in the 7k range from New Orleans stand out. 6k range and below is where you start to just see a lot more value opening up. All of the guards from OKC stand out. They're all relatively underpriced. They obviously probably all can't get there, but Chris Paul at 6,800, Shea Gilchrist Alexander at 67, and Dennis Schroeder at 6,500. All of them in their matchups against San Antonio. It gets even better if DeMar DeRozan is out just defensively overall in the court for those guys. If you had me rank my interest in them, it becomes very difficult because they're all very similar point per minute producers. Uh, Chris Paul's the best point per minute producer, around a 1.1 guy in the season. He's the highest price. I probably like him the most out of these three, um, but you're getting a stable 32, 33 minutes out of Schroeder and Paul. You're getting 34, 35 out of SGA, who's a little bit less productive of a player, but a more variant upside player in GPPs. I'd probably, it's hard to rank them because I probably have very similar amounts of each of them. 
If I had to guess, maybe 15 to 20% of both of all three of Paul, uh, Alexander and Schroeder, ownership would determine which ones maybe I liked a little bit more. Lamarcus Aldridge coming off of a 50-point game has these spike performances, and then somehow his price drops to 6,700. If there's no DeMar DeRozan like yesterday, you're going to see a similar production spot out of Aldridge at 6,700. Have much more interest if there's no DeRozan, but at 6,700, hard to go wrong either way. And to finish up the 6K range, Tobias Harris is just too cheap. Um, price is broken by $1,000 or somewhere around there. 5k range Al Horford's probably this $5,200 Al Horford and Jante Murray probably the two players that I like getting to the least here believe it or not Al Horford he's just terrible when he's on the court with Joel Embiid which is most of his minutes at least half of his minutes he's like a 0.7 fantasy point per minute producer like one of the worst types of players in the league at the power forward position he loses all of his rebounding rate he loses all of his scoring upside he gets some assists but that's about it so at 5,200, yeah, the price point's significantly down. He doesn't have to do much to get there. So that's why he's an in interest, but I don't, I fail to see the ceiling on him. DeJounte Murray at 5,200, if he's going to have this minutes limit around 24, and I know he played big minutes in his last time out there, uh, but you're not seeing that consistently. If there's no DeRozan, it's a little bit more appealing, even if he plays less minutes, but you factor in what you're getting out of Murray here, which is a tougher matchup against the OKC guards, not as appealing. Derek Favors, I like more if Brandon Ingram is out. The rebounding upside goes up. The similar issues with DeJounte Murray. Seems like more times than not, he's going to play 24 minutes. Derek Favors has been lit with injuries. I don't know why I said lit. Um, That's not the proper word there, but he has been just uh, limited because of injuries, I guess is a better word. Been bothered by injuries for really the last two to three to four years. It's his back, whatever it might be. Um, So they are limiting him now, and it's pretty evident by his 22 to 23 to 24 minutes a game. Carmelo Anthony at 4,900 mentioned that I think he looks great. 4,900 is too cheap of a price point. You're pretty much pricing him at what his floor might be at this point. Um, Rui Hachimaria, 4,800 playing 30 minutes consistently. No Thomas Bryant out there versus a very, in a very good rebounding spot versus Chicago where they're still down on the Carter Jr. and Laurie Markkinen. Chandler Hutchinson at 4,600 has been playing big minutes. I'm going to project him for, he's played 30 plus in back-to-back. I'll project him for 28 to 30. He'll look very good at 4,600 versus Washington. Gary Trent, 4,400. I'll project him for around 30. No Mario Hazonia. I'm not shocked if he plays 32. He'll look absolutely fine versus New Orleans today. We talked about how every single spot there in the pace-up spot, defensive matchup versus New Orleans looks very good. The usage rate has been coming up for Trent and the shot attempts. Now you start to get to a range where, look, this whole 4K range, there's so much 4K value that it's going to be very easy if you wanted to go Hassan Whiteside, Zach Levine, three guys in the 4k range and then you could probably fit in Westbrook or somebody up top Lillard it's it's very easy to build lineups today in my opinion Mo Wagner 4300 he played 24 minutes his last time out he's like a 1.2 fantasy point fantasy point producer on the season he's a 20 plus percent usage guy there's no Thomas Bryant his minutes have slowly been coming up 20 or he, he went 16 18 20 24 now I'll project him for 24. I'm not shocked if he plays 26 or 28 or even draws a start. Mo Wagner at 4,300 looks like one of the more upside value plays today. Kobe White, 4,200 versus Washington. Fantastic matchup. Obviously, no Chris Dunn still, so you probably get White playing on average somewhere between 26, 28 minutes with the upside of 30. Hasn't been paying off as of late, but not going to let a two-game sample size without Dunn really impact much there. He's going to project out nicely. And if you're looking for a 3K play, most of the value to me is in the 4K range. You can see here I listed six, seven guys, and I think there's even more options in that range. But Trey Lyles at 3,600, very variant player. Could go out there and play 18 minutes today, and it could be Rudy Gay, and it can be uh, Lonnie Walker and Marco Bellinelli who get more run, or he can play 24, 26, 28, and he can do very well at 3,600. So that is 22 players that are interesting on this five-game slate to me. I will have somewhere around 35 to 40 players in my player pool over on Patreon with the projections for all of them out in the early afternoon. Be sure to check that out. Be sure if you're still watching, hit the subscribe button and let me know down below and the, hit the little bell notification. I rarely ever say that, but it also helps out. I'll let you know when I drop these videos. So 
Let me know in the comment section, did you watch the whole video? And also let me know if you're still watching this right now. You have the notification bell turned on. You hit the subscribe button on the audio version. You want to reach out to me on Twitter. You want to leave a five-star rating review to get entered into a $25 raffle. You YouTubers can do that as well. Um, but let me know, who is your favorite value play today? Let's go below $5,000. I will say mine is Mo Wagner, but it's tough. Carmelo looks good. Hutchinson looks fine. Kobe White looks fine. I'll say Mo Wagner. Who is yours? Thank you for tuning into this video. Check out my XFL content as well. Follow me on Twitter for a bunch, a bunch of statistics that I'll be throwing out there across multiple sports. You all rock. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you can please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.